want him dead. I want his head cut off and brought here. I want his head on this piano so that every man in my organization understands once more that no katana gets captured alive or talks. Got that? Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and then immediately discuss. Today I'm here with Brittany, Eric, and Ashley. Hello. What's up, guys? Hello. How's it going, everybody? (laughs) Doing great. Doing good? I feel well. (laughs) We should all feel pretty well. We watched watched Samurai Cop. Um, But before we get into that too much, uh, Ashley, let's ask you the question we will ask all of our guests, which is, what's your relationship with uh, B-movies? I just think they're pretty great. I always really liked bad movies Just that just kind of went for it. Yeah. <laughs> they just tried their hardest, and they're just really great to watch. That's yeah. perfect. That's, that's that embodies the exact <laughs> everything about it. Um, so, yeah, 1991 Samurai Cop. That's what we were getting going tonight, and it was Eric's selection. So why did you pick this one for cult month? All right. Well, um, this movie's had a lot of notoriety lately, um, especially with the proposed sequel that's supposed to be coming out sometime in the coming years. I'm not sure when it's supposed to be out, but it's got a Kickstarter. It's raised a lot of money. Um, the original actors are coming back um, to reprise their original roles. Um, and my personal connection with this movie, and uh, Brittany and Tom, you were both present for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The first time we watched this movie... We watched it not once, not twice, but thrice <laughs> in one sitting, and we enjoyed every single watching of it. We relished it. Yeah. Because w- we started telling jokes that <laughs> by the third time, we had all gotten the timing down exactly right. Yeah. And, we, and, and would in unison say them. We had our own little Rocky Horror Picture Show thing going on. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was amazing. So like, I have very fond memories of the first time we watched this, and it holds up every single time. And it, this movie is just an absolute blast. Yeah, I can totally agree with that. Um, what's it about? What's Samurai Cop even about? <laughs> okay. For the folks who don't know. Yeah. For the folks that don't understand the phrase Samurai Cop, <laughs> <laughs> which by the way, the movie is barely about. <laughs> so, um, I'm not sure where this movie takes place. I don't, does it ever actually explain where this movie takes place? Um, I America. Know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's California in the Los Angeles area. Okay. Because yeah. he, um, the chief threatens to send our samurai cop to San Diego. Gotcha. Okay. So, there is a Los Angeles gang that is running amok, the samurai gang. The katana gang, I apologize. Yes. Uh, (laughs) What did you call them? The samurai gang. (laughs) Which is a better name. But... Then the movie would be called Katana Cop, and that's actually <laughs> a better name for the movie. So Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing the job for them. Um, okay, so the Katana gang is running wild. Uh, they're dealing drugs. They're killing school children. Uh, oh, yeah. Distributing drugs through the schools, as we find out. <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, that, that's supremely what happens. So they bring in uh, this hotshot cop, Joe Marshall, and he is a master of the samurai arts. He is a trained uh, martial artist. He uh, knows Japanese. He, he does. Yeah, even, even though, though he, he never speaks, <laughs> not not a single word of Japanese. Not a word. Movie. He explains what katana means. But Japanese they let us sword. know that he was, so it's true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's he's like this awesome surfer dude with a bodacious bod. And, his uh, bod's pretty bodacious. Oh yeah, it's banging. Who's got a better bod? Mm. Uh, Samurai Cop uh, was it Joe Marshall or? Deadly prey, Mike Danton. Oh, Mike Danton destroyed that. <laughs> Mike Danton all the way. I agree. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's great. Because <laughs> Mike Danton looks great without trying. 
can we put up a side by side comparison? Oh, like who's got like, and just put like a, one of those polls out there. Have everyone just kind of weigh in on that. Yeah. yeah, who wins? Let's do that. All right, we can do that. Sorry, carry on. No, that's no, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this uh, this police department brings in Joe Marshall, Samurai Cop, in order to uh, clean up these gang problems that they're having in the city. Um, so Joe Marshall teams up with uh, Frank. M- Frank Washington. Frank. Frank Washington. Frank Washington, his uh, token African-American buddy cop, uh, who has absolutely no charisma whatsoever. <laughs> I thought he was... I <laughs> he liked was it. He was amazing. He was awesome, man. He's awesome, but man, he's not awesome in the way he's supposed to be. <laughs> he's not awesome in the way that the movie is trying to sell him. As he being... basically just makes Ric Flair faces <laughs> the entire movie. <laughs> but that's why he's amazing. Yeah. The nature boy, Frank Washington. <laughs> <laughs> So the two of them team up. They um they they <laughs> they uh they they intercept the uh, katana gang's operations. They manage to take a man alive, um, and uh, they're they're planning on interrogating him. And as we find out, uh, the katana gang does not take kindly to uh, their own members being captured because they might talk. Yeah, yeah, that's a major theme throughout this movie. <laughs> yes, no talking, and be honorable at all times. <laughs> Have a big beard. Yeah. <laughs> so Robert Zadar's playing this movie pretty well. Yeah, and I would say he's probably the most experienced actor in the movie. Probably the only experienced actor in the movie. Um, and he, he actually does sell his role fairly well. Um, what was I don't, I don't, we, We've just been calling him Robert Zadar. I don't think any of us know. Uh, what was this character's name? Yamashita. Yamashita. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know if all of our listeners are familiar with Robert Zadar. Uh, Robert Zadar is a man with an enormous face. <laughs> He's, I think he's got the Guinness Book uh, world record for the largest face. Would not surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he sneaks into the hospital, kills the uh, the witness, um, their member that has been captured. Yeah. And that's where the rest of the plot kicks off, where there's back and forth reprisals between the police department and the gang. So Joe Marshall is trying to figure out, you know, what what this gang's doing, and the gang is trying to get to Joe Marshall and try to take him down. That's yeah. essentially the extent of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of a fight back and forth between the police and a gang. Yeah, it's it's a pretty standard plot. It's not for example, like we talked last week, um Miami Connection, where the plot makes no sense and nothing is connected. <laughs> this well, is a simple this plot. This is easy to follow. This is very, it's very easy. easy. It's the bad guys versus the good guys, and our good guys are samurai cops. Yeah, yeah I yes. feel like that's usually a shortcoming that a lot of B movies have, like zero cohesive plot storytelling but this actually has a very good plot and it's paced well and it is yeah, you know i never thought about that but it's, it's really yeah. it's, it's paced really, really it changes it up uh frequently enough to just keep you interested in this movie at all times mm-hmm. i would say that that's certainly a plus side is that the plot definitely hangs together and you can follow it with good pace because i feel like that's something that's so easy to screw up for a lot of people i don't think any movie we watched up until now has made any sense <laughs> Nonsense. Non- it's it's all nonsense. <laughs> These movies are nonsensical. Uh, so, um, what else was a positive note to the movie then? Now that we're over here, I'm just gonna stare at you. Music, Why? wardrobe. <laughs> I could go on. Wigs. Oh, the music is awful. Yeah, <laughs> best wigs ever. Wigs. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think it was wig that everyone just kind of shared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had one set wig. Yeah, Samurai Cop has beautiful, long, flowing locks. And apparently, I think what I heard in one of his videos where he addresses the movie is that they wrapped and then he cut his hair and then they came back and they were like, oh, actually, we need to shoot a bunch more stuff. 
and his hair was short, so they bought him the most <laughs> terrible, terrible Charlie's Angels wig that ever happened. And all the scenes with it are so bad. Just beautiful flowing locks. <laughs> They're like shiny plastic locks. It's real, real bad. And on our original viewing of the movie, by the time we got to the second viewing, we said, if you see the wig, you have to drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty good because in some of the fight scenes towards the end, it cuts back and forth between being a wig and his real hair <laughs> pretty frequently. Um, but yeah, we we slightly touched on the music, which I thought was just spectacular throughout this movie. It's spectacular, but it, it is a failure in my mind. <laughs> really? I think it was composed on a Super Nintendo. Just what the... <laughs> I, I loved it. <laughs> I, I think it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's not good. <laughs> if that makes sense. It's great. Not good. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But I don't know. I was going to say that was, a, that was a success for me. It was the music. Oh, I mean, every time, like, for example, when we watched it the three times in a row, every time the movie start, like, there's no cold opening. There's barely even a lead in. It just, it's, it seems like they clipped two seconds off the beginning of the movie. Because the music is going full blast and they're already in the credits by the time <laughs> yeah. you press the play button. <laughs> yeah, it really gets, gets you going. Yeah. You're right into it. Second verse. <laughs> drop you in right in the middle. Uh, Ashley, what do you have for some uh, successes uh, towards the movie? Since actually you've never seen this movie until tonight. Right. This is my first viewing of this movie. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect, but it was Samurais and cops. Samurais and cops, and it was fantastic. Oh, good. <laughs> Glad your opinion is positive of the movie. I did like the um, the best arm chop off scene ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever, huh? Ever, because you could just the way that he's holding his you know his dead arm, <laughs> <laughs> just clutching it so lovingly against his chest as the blood spurts out it was just beautiful. It was just, <laughs> just a good time. It was especially good because he didn't even like chop it. He just threw the sword at the guy <laughs> and it like chopped his arm off. He had fantastic aim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was. and it was kind of. Slightly out of place, because, I mean, nothing like that had really happened before. I mean, nothing like that gruesome was like, really going on besides that, right? Yeah, I feel Not like really it was not. decidedly wacky for this movie, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's some wacky stuff in it, but... It was not... definitely out there. Yeah, that was, like, a little out there. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of like Miami Connection, where it's, like, bookended with brutal violence. <laughs> that is completely appropriate to the rest of the movie, like... This one just put one violent scene in the middle. One ridiculously violent. I mean, it's it's got shootings and it's got stabbings, but it's usually, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's PG thirteen, but it's not that shocking. Yeah. But like the arm chop scene is just ridiculously gratuitous. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people get shot and like blood explodes, but it's very not jarring at all. Yeah, there's like the scene You're like, where oh, uh, that's <laughs> obviously a paintball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Zadar is shooting his all men with an Uzi, and like <laughs> there's just red paint marks appearing on people's shirts. <laughs> They're just like bobbling around, like, oh, I've been shot. Yeah, grabbing like the wrong spot. <laughs> you get shot in the stomach, they like grab their chest. <laughs> yeah, I would say that, uh, you know, the, the parts like that, the, the, the special effects makeup stuff, not awesome. Except no. for, with the exception of the arm and our enjoyment of it. But, I think uh, that would fall under, uh, I don't think it necessarily failed, but it certainly wasn't a success. That's, yeah. right. that's where I'm, I'm having trouble coming to grips with this movie in terms of our rating system, because everything that makes this movie a failure makes it great. Yes. Yeah. It's so weird. It defies definition. Like you, At the same time, this movie is awful like in almost every way possible. It doesn't succeed on any front, but that's what makes it so much fun to watch. Yes. As we were watching it, I was like, this movie is fantastic, and I cannot tell you why. Yeah. I, mean, I couldn't tell you. To go back to Miami Connection, I mean, Miami Connection does 
surprisingly do some things correctly. Not a lot of things, but it does some things correctly. And yeah. you can get genuine enjoyment out of those parts. Samurai Cop barely does anything right. Yeah, but for some, I mean, for some reason, this movie, like you said earlier, it's so well paced. Mm. It never gets boring. Like, what, what is the element that we can't describe from this movie that, that allows it to be so enjoyable? Um, it's, it's, yeah, I'm it's, not sure. It's because it, it's, it's like it's campy and everything. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like, what, what about it is truly, uh, you know, making us like this movie? I know. I want to be like, is it well written? Well, it no. Can't be. <laughs> no, it's no, no, because then I think of like the scene with the nurse, and I'm like, no, no, no. this movie was barely written, and it's not <laughs> yeah. even like it's like train wreck bad, where it's like we can't stop looking at it. It's so bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's the room coherently yeah. made for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I have. I feel like we've just halted the podcast because we're trying to. Fi- we've just realized we don't, an know, we don't know what this movie is. Yeah. It's bad, but it's amazing. Yeah, it is and, amazing. Yeah, and the truth trying to get to the core of this movie, it's actually pretty difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because it's such a simplistic movie, like on all fronts. Yeah, it's very. It barely takes any risks, really. When no, you think about it. I was gonna say the, no risks. I felt like this movie oddly played it just completely safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's so ludicrous, and I mean, I don't know. It wasn't that safe, though. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> the whole movie was a risk. <laughs> Is it a, the whole that thing paid a risk? off? <laughs> you know, I I think it might be because it's a very childish movie. If that makes sense, totally. Like it's got, I wouldn't say potty humor, but it's very juvenile. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That, that's a good way to describe it. Like there's just lots of like. Dick jokes, so like so many, dick so jokes. many dick jokes, so many amount of dick jokes, <laughs> so many butt jokes, lots of things in in people's asses. He yeah. told he told that one lady to keep her vagina warm for him like seven times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's like, keep, keep it, it warm. warm. <laughs> I might stop by later. Keep it warm. I was like, whoa, creepo. <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, not keeping it warm for you. Not a familiar turn of phrase where I come from. I kind of like it, though. I thought it was pretty suave. Did you keep it warm? I kept it warm. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, I guess, I mean, do you guys just want to transition to favorite parts? You know what? I just think so we can talk about some of the parts of the movie in particular. You, and I, I think you nailed it. Like, this, is, this movie is a series of favorite parts. <laughs> I think that's why it's so genuinely enjoyable, because it's got a good pace, as, as Brittany said. And that pace is just bringing enjoyable parts, like in a good steady stream. Mm-hmm. I agree. So let's start then. Who wants to start? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> 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 All right. Um, just a genuine, ge- like a general, just general stuff. Let's just keep it general. High bikini lines. High bikini. <laughs> Men and Lots women alike. Just bikini lines all the way up to the armpit. Trademark of the eighties. Yeah. Thighs for days. <laughs> yeah, really. Weeks and months. Your hip had to go all the way up to your shoulder. Yep. That was a requirement in the eighties. Or you were and hideous. Well, actually, this movie's nineteen ninety one, but I mean, like we said, probably shot in the eighties. But <laughs> no. <laughs> but nah, nah. No. Um, anyone else want to throw anything out there? Uh, let's see. This movie has a man on fire. Oh, always a positive. Yeah. And always, I, always. I think that's something that's missing in our modern day cinema is we don't have men on fire anymore. And this is very important to me because every movie before 1994 had a man on fire. Yeah. It didn't matter if it was a gritty action movie with cops or if it was a Sunday romp for the children. There was always a man on fire. <laughs> I know men out there risking their lives just to be on fire for us to watch them be on fire. That was a career. 
<laughs> you could be man on fire, and that was a career. I know. How awesome is that? I, 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 I fear the idea that I could raise children in an environment where I can't tell them that if you <laughs> want to be a man on fire when you grow up, you can absolutely do that. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll throw out one of my favorite parts to this um, shindig, <laughs> I guess. Are uh, all of uh, Frank's slams like all of them? It's like <laughs> damn, <laughs> just always throwing shit out there. Oh, yeah, what was that in response there. to the arm getting cut off? Yeah, yeah. damn. It yeah. just says damn, and it's not like an emphatic damn. It's just like damn. Or when the, when the nurse tells Samurai Cop that his dick is too small, and then Frank like starts following her. He's like, "Yo, baby." It's not even that. It's just like, hey, I have uh, mm. <laughs> like he doesn't even finish <laughs> zero charisma. Not even as suave as yo baby. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Uh, that's wicked funny. Uh, Frank's uh, Frank's dick in general, really comes up constantly. It's just always out yeah. there. Does it now? <laughs> or his black ass? Oh yeah, he's always ass. like they're gonna burn my black ass. <laughs> Maybe this time they'll cut but my it's dick. It's already black. Yeah. <laughs> my guy. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Ashley, what do you have for favorite parts? I liked the guy getting run over by the car, the van. Oh. <laughs> At the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. With the little jump shot just to, like, just so he could get under the car and then, like, them filming the car leaving. <laughs> they just tried so hard. Oh, yeah. They, and no one got hurt. We know that for a fact. Yeah. It was totally safe. Yeah, I actually wrote down that the dude who rolled out of the van yep. was one of my favorite parts, too. <laughs> it was just... The whole oh, that car chase was scene. amazing. Yeah, it was really good and long. Boy, was it long. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird because the entire thing was undercranked. They yeah. probably shot like seven minutes of footage and got 30 seconds out of it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and it had that weird motion to it. Mm. A lot of the fight scenes had that motion to it, too. Which yeah. I was like, that's cheap. Like, they were super undercranked. Like, you usually expect that in movies maybe from, like, the 50s or 60s. I thought that kind of fell out of fashion. But, like, this movie like under... sped it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's it's undercranked constantly. And, like, you can tell it's undercranked because, like, the people are doing... Like, the characters on screen are doing things at, like, normal speed motion. Which means, like, stuff that you can't control. For example, a wig <laughs> are moving at, like, normal motion physics. So they're moving all fucking weird when it gets sped up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird, uh, weird choice. I think they made. I mean, they could have like spent time to do some training for it. I think, but uh, they didn't. Yeah, it is. Odd. I don't know how much martial arts expertise there was on screen. I'm guessing zero. Um, yeah, Joe Marshall might have gotten into a fist fight in a bar at one time, and I, that, I, I would buy that because he can he can throw a punch, but that's about it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Anyone else with uh, favorite parts they want to call out? I like wrote down so much stuff, but I'm having a hard time <laughs> distinguishing one favorite part from another. Yeah, I can keep I mean, going if that would help. <laughs> I have all right. Dorito skin. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Cop was so badly tanned, especially in one weird shot. I don't know if it was the lighting or the color. I don't know. Was, do, you, was... do you guys remember that episode of Seinfeld where? Um, Wayne Knight was imagining Kramer as a rotisserie ch turkey. Yes. Oh, when he was like uh, <laughs> tanning with butter. Yes. All the time. Yes. <laughs> that is Joe Marshall. Just on the other day. <laughs> yes, fantastic. Um, bad guy rant when he rolled up to the Chinese restaurant and he was like ranting at Fujiyama. Fuji, Fuji Mr. Fujiyama. <laughs> Are you Fuji? Fujiyama. Yeah, but he, his rant to him was so just so rambling 
and uh, long and just unnecessary <laughs> wicked races and there should have been an american flag behind him uh, he's like i'm just here to tell you motherfuckers if you don't stop murdering our children i was like whoa this is melodrama <laughs> now i'm trying to remember was that a shot with the um the the samurai cop wig I don't I, think so. I don't okay. think so either. Because I, I do know that Matt Hannon has said very specifically that when he was forced to do the pickup shots after the shooting was already supposed to be done, he was being very passive-aggressive and doing as bad of a job as possible, <laughs> which now I'm realizing I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> really? He said that? Yeah. Like, he, he got brought in after he had gotten his haircut because the director, um, Amir Shervan? Shervan, yeah, Amir Shervan. Um, he basically didn't know how to shoot a movie. So they had, like, a ton of pickup shooting to do. So basically, Matt Hannon said, I'm just going to phone this in and be as annoying and shitty as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Which def- I can respect. There was definitely a quality shift in the original footage mm. and the stuff that they yeah, shot y- later. Yeah, you noticed. Yeah. I remember you calling Hey, that you up. noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call out one of my favorite parts which is which is the very 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 end of this movie mm-hmm. where it's uh samurai cop and uh lady friend on the beach mounted <laughs> ready to have sex like on a rock yeah on a rock the on most the beach. comfortable place to make love you know and they're gonna make sweet love and right before they are wearing matching underwear they really <laughs> they're, they're, the exact same underwear it's the same yeah they, so they can share and then <laughs> it was two for one deal. <laughs> <laughs> and then the movie cuts to a rock in the ocean that a wave crashes on, and it's supposed to. Uh, what did I have? What, did I, what was it had down here? Uh, wave crashing to symbolize sex, sexy ejac. <laughs> <laughs> Ejaculatory imagery. Yes. <laughs> Is that what you're telling us? Exactly. exactly. Tried, uh, he decided to try his hand at symbolism. <laughs> It worked. And it worked perfectly. <laughs> and then they rolled it, the credits. <laughs> it, it worked perfectly because he wrote it on WordPerfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that was my favorite part. Not just because it was over, but because it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many good parts. And oh. so many like small characters who just... I think that was one of the things that helped this movie get along so well and not be boring. Is that even the smallest like bit characters were so over the top and so entertaining that it just like moved it right along like the police chief every time he was on screen yeah. oh, hilarious gosh. all like the goons who had any lines at all were hilarious yeah yeah um the the guy that we frequently refer to as lee malone <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> that's where lee malone <laughs> yeah this is where he comes from lee malone yeah so um we have a running bit with samurai cop in any movie that extends that line Samurai Cop, there's just characters constantly saying, leave him alone, but they slur it. <laughs> so it sounds like they're just saying, like, for example, there are Pokemon named Lee Malone, and they just go, Lee Malone! Lee Malone, you motherfucker! <laughs> and it always sounds like a distraught high schooler. <laughs> Everyone is pissed at Lee. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so good. I love Lee Malone. Uh, anything else on favorite parts, or we can just move on to rating? Ashley, do oh. you have anything else? What about Robert Zadar coming out of the trash can in the hospital? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Giant man, tiny, tiny card. <laughs> <laughs> but they managed to fit him in there. Samurai training. <laughs> That's what it must have been. I can't believe he fit his face into that thing. <laughs> no, right? It was a tight squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he just he casually then just cuts off um, you know, one of his friends' heads off. I yep. was so confused as to why 
they snuck into a hospital and his weapon of choice was a samurai sword thematic reasons <laughs> but then i didn't remember i didn't Shita. realize that the guy wanted his head on his piano oh you thought oh. he wanted um <laughs> samurai <laughs> hold the head on the piano excitement okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought he wanted the cop's head and i was like this is really the most conspicuous weapon of choice something that we always go back to and i think it might be the most popular line among our group of friends when it comes to samurai cop is the uh, the head on the piano rant <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I think about it. So um, the the leader of the game, I think his name is Fuji Fujiyama, Mr. Fujiyama, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Fuji Fujiyama, Fuji, <laughs> who is this this awesome guy with a mustache and a mullet, this this Japanese gang leader. He goes on what might be a sixty hour rant <laughs> about hour. <laughs> roughly within the vicinity of sixty hours. Yeah, sixty hour rant about how. Uh, no one's allowed to talk in the gang. If you get captured, then you should never talk because I need to have his head on the piano, and then she should never speak or talk about anything ever again. <laughs> he, he goes on for like 45 seconds about how no one in the gang is allowed to be captured or talk, and that's literally the entire sentiment of the, the speech, but he just keeps going. Crazy run-on sentences. Yeah. This is, there's a few of these moments in this movie where it's just a crazy long run-on sentence. He's like, like I want um, his blood. I want him dead. I want his head. I want his head on my piano. <laughs> You can't just do this with them and then with that and this and them. I like him and him. Oh, my God. And he likes me. It was so confusing. <laughs> At the end of it, I was like, wait, what? Oh, what did he um, just say? And uh, another similar uh, part where... Um, Samurai Cop and his partner are going to show up at one of the gang members' house and they're going to arrest him. Okay. And he goes on and on about how if they're at the wrong house, then they'll apologize to the owners and then leave. <laughs> Which, why would you include that in the movie? <laughs> Typical police what if work, not guys. There? What if it's the wrong house? Well, well then, then uh, we'll apologize for being dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Typical protocol guys <laughs> oh but that actually real. was wicked funny when they got there they went like around the back of the house and there was like sliding glass door <laughs> and the guys that they're looking for is in his bedroom like getting it on and instead of like opening the door and arresting him they yell through the door <laughs> and then have such extreme problems opening the door <laughs> and the guy just escapes <laughs> while they're like fumbling trying to open a screen door which is hilarious don't move you're under arrest yeah but he's can like, you um oh, is this locked from the inside <laughs> can you uh get that for me <laughs> did you put a board in there oh that was smart because <laughs> it was a sliding door um, oh, it was so bad. I love it. Any more favorite parts before we move on to the ratings? I, th I think I have more, but I want to let someone else speak if they have anything else. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Ashley, you got anything else on there? I've got nothing. You got nothing? We're All dry. Right. We're getting dry. So um, yeah. going back to the Lee Malone scene. Oh, yeah. Um, so Frank, the uh, the buddy cop, is being accosted in his own home by these two goons. <laughs> and... Oh, yes. <laughs> They're they're trying to figure out where where the samurai cop lives. That's that's the intent of the goons because they want to kill him, and um, they catch uh, Frank coming out of the shower, and he's just wearing a towel, and they they hold him at gunpoint, and then they hold him at knife point, and they take off the <laughs> towel, and he's wearing like these tight briefs. Okay, whatever. All right, fine. And <laughs> then they frame the shot as if one of the goons is holding his dick and he's holding a knife to it, but the shot is so pulled out that you can see that he's still wearing Speedo and he's not holding his dick and his knife is nowhere near his dick. <laughs> and one of the goons delivers the best line in the movie, which is, I'm going to cut off this 
gift, this black gift, <laughs> which is maybe the worst line in cinema history. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you think he was talking about the Speedo? Oh, maybe he was. He's because, like, because it was a gift from <laughs> Samurai Cop. I'm going to wear was a gift and he was going to cut it off because it was black underwear. I'm going to ruin nailed this it. wonderful underwear. You know, why? I think you nailed it. <laughs> that scene makes total sense. Now I want to watch it. Dude, again. I He's totally like, those look it. so uncomfortable. I will cut this off for you. <laughs> oh, perfect sense. Uh, All right. So let's rate it. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. Yeah, fuck I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my god, my fucking fuck father. You. Fuck you. A fucking fine. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I think the tone of your voice says everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! All fuck right, yeah. we got a fuck yeah from Brittany. Uh, fuck yeah! I All mean, right. as we said, this movie is a series of favorite moments. We can't. We we struggled to say anything about this movie, but when it came to favorite moments, we had a billion ready to go. Yeah, this whole movie is just a fucking gem. And I, yeah. I think we might have even missed a couple, but there's so many. Oh, there's tons of stuff yeah. to talk about in this movie. Let's make that clear. We just touched upon some of the stuff that really stood yeah. out. We're just skimming the surface, really. Yeah, for the, sure. It's so enjoyable. Totally agree. Um, Ashley, so this is your first viewing of this movie and everything. <laughs> what is your rating of this? Fuck yeah for Frank alone. <laughs> <laughs> I do like when they're pulling off his towel to get to his dick. And he's like, what do you want? Information about my butt? <laughs> it's just so intense about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, that was so specific. About <laughs> Information about my butt. That is such, like, a late 80s, like, tough guy line. Yeah. Some of the dialogue in this movie was so bad, but so, so, so perfect at the same time. It's very quotable. Yeah. So quotable. How does it do it? It's like some kind of magic. <laughs> yeah. Tommy, what do you give this movie? I'm going to go to fuck yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean... It's a the, fucking sweep in the line of many. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of fucking sweeps right now. Uh, we're going to be in cult month. I'm assuming a lot of this is going to get fucking sweeps. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I get definitely give it a fuck yeah, because from the first time watching this movie, it was just a great experience, and it was a ton of fun, and this is for anyone who likes these kinds of movies, for sure. Definitely give these a watch. I'm assuming if anyone's listening that They've probably already seen it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because this is like really high up on the list. But if you haven't seen it, uh, then definitely watch this one. It's definitely amongst the best of the B-movies. Yeah. Um, I would recommend it. Oh, yeah. This would be... If, if I had to recommend a B-movie, this would probably be the first one on the list. Yeah? Maybe Troll 2 behind that. But uh, uh, yeah. Samurai Cop would definitely be in the top three. Excellent. Ashley, would you recommend this to anyone? I would. I, I think as a first-time viewer, I think it was really enjoyable for a b-movie yeah <laughs> can i just say i'm highly looking forward to samurai cop 2 oh yeah, yeah. we can talk very quickly about samurai cop 2 there was just a trailer release not too long ago mm, i haven't um, seen it yet i have not either I but see. i'm very no excited in the last couple of weeks yeah um i guess tommy wiseau is in this movie what? That's they, bananas. they got um <laughs> you know bananas. frank and, and samurai cop joe marshall are back in the movie oh, that's awesome. um and it, it looks really over the top yeah and, Wasn't um, it like written? Was it written by a fan? Was that yeah, I think the it, deal. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I think it was written by someone that was like a big fan of the original. Yeah, and like they That's managed awesome. to they managed to find Matt Hannon and mm -hmm. like they got him to come out of hiding. He released a couple of YouTube videos like explaining that there were the things coming down the pipeline, 
And he seems to have like a healthy attitude about this movie, which I really enjoy. <laughs> I love how that he just acknowledges how fucking stupid it is. Yeah, it's but great. Appreciates that people love it. I love that. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like it's he's not pulling like the Tommy Wiseau thing where he's like, no, it was actually a dark comedy. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. nope. no, the room is not a dark comedy. <laughs> First of all, nope. <laughs> <laughs> he totally just owns up to the fact that it was a piece of crap he did in the 80s. And oh, people happen to like it. Fucking glorious. Yeah. No, it, we were really graced with his presence. Um Apparently, Eric, we have a uh, new addition to the First Class Failures. Now boarding, First Class Failures. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, No Malone, a movie based on a pun entirely. (laughs) 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 It it, it features uh, the guy who played Mini-Me in the Austin Powers series. Vern Troyer. Yeah, Vern Troyer. Um, (laughs) I don't really have much to say about it other than the fact that I hated it. Ashley, you watched this movie, right? I did. I saw it a very long time ago. How how old is this movie? Do we even know the year? It's it's. I wouldn't put it past like two thousand five, right? Like it's in it's somewhere in like that mid two thousands era, where it's kind of like anyone can make a horror movie now if they want to. Uh, And and it has that vibe where like if someone that had only ever seen horror movies, like they're just like a horror movie aficionado, yeah, they've never watched a movie that's not a horror movie before. This is the kind of movie they would make. Totally. (laughs) Thoroughly, like... What is the premise? Uh, essentially <laughs> a... <laughs> yes, and quickly. I'll make it fast. Okay, so... Um, and, an old woman, an old homeless woman gets hit by a car, and she has, like, the curse of some gnome. And the, the gnome, curse of the gnome. Curse of the gnome wolf. And um, the, the gnome curse gets transferred to a young lady, and the gnome, like... Really? Of course. And the gnome, like commits murder based on her like tenuous wishes i want to see this <laughs> it's so not as enjoyable bad. as it sounds actually can you thing. vouch for this insanity it's like a fever dream of a movie oh, yeah. oh it. God. it sounds so bad yeah it's really bad but it's like it's i don't know it's you really have to be into those like mid-2000s is it like satan's movies. little helper um it's kind of got that vibe but it's not nearly as enjoyable it's very dark like Ugh. it doesn't really have that sense of humor that you want. I, don't know. I mean, that's my personal yeah, that, That's my Boo personal failure. opinion, but I'll I'll say I enjoyed Satan's Little Helper much much more than I liked No Malone. Nice. Oh well, fair enough. No Malone, Lee Malone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Anyone want to say anything? What Can does we... katana mean? Uh, I believe that's Japanese for katana. No, no. means Japanese sword. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why Brittany's the samurai cop. Oh, that, um, <laughs> you lost. The samurai cop. You lost face. <laughs> oh, great final words. Uh, <laughs> you've been listening to Second Class Cinema. We watched Samurai Cop 1991 on DVD. And we gave it a fuck yeah. And we gave it a fuck yeah, <laughs> all of us. Even Ashley. She had never seen it before. <laughs> It's still playing in the background. And it's still, it's still going on, yeah. It's been playing this entire time. Oh. yeah. I don't think we had mentioned that something in the future that we would like to do is the 24-hour Samurai Cop Marathon oh, for that, charity. That's right. That's right. <laughs> for whatever charity, people can pledge money to us watching Samurai Cop for a 24-hour period uh, just endlessly on loop. And we're going to live stream it. And we're going to live stream oh, yeah, the whole thing. To. And people can pledge money towards a charity of our choice. Just watch us get delirious as we watch Samurai Cop for 24 hours straight. 
<laughs> and it's all for a good cause that we don't know what it is yet. Or if this will ever happen. But you know what? The idea's out there. So if you think it's but a great idea. we said it idea, out loud now. If you think it's a great idea, send us $10 in an envelope. <laughs> Uh, all right. If you'd like more information, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash second class cinema, or on Twitter at 2ND class podcast, the number 2ND class podcast on Twitter. We're on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, and lots of other places, even beyond those. Not <laughs> Tinder. Not Tinder. We are on Grinder. Come <laughs> <laughs> And we want to say thanks to Ashley for coming by and being a guest on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks, yeah. Ashley. I'm glad we could have you for such a great movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you actually didn't see the movie, too, so you'd get a really fresh experience doing this. Yeah, it was super interesting just to walk in from this completely blind. Yeah. <laughs> just having this experience. That's great. Well, what did you think about watching it immediately, discussing it after? I, I really, I really dig it. Yeah? You like that part? Yeah. All right, great. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you liked it and that watching the trailers on this DVD beforehand didn't scare you away from actually watching the movie. <laughs> it made me want to watch it more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is definitely an endearing quality. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have you come back sometime. Will do. For sure. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot and good night. Hey, take it easy, man. Come on. Talk to me. What, what do you want? I can kill you now. Or I can relieve you of this gift. Black gift. Black gift.